it got to the point where you need to be so cheap that the only answer is you need to use renewables maybe just hydro energy. The market forces lead it, not, not will lead it, but they have al already led it to the situation where mostly the renewables are being used, which are at least supposedly clean. If you search the web for Bitcoin and environment, there are plenty of articles like Bitcoin boom may be a disaster for the environment. This one is by CNN Money. Another headline of The Guardian reads, Bitcoin's energy usage is huge, we can't afford to ignore it. Or a last one from Newsweek, Bitcoin mining on track to consume all of the world's energy by 2020. So I want to tackle the question, will cryptocurrency mining be a disaster for our climate? To get some answers, I have the honor to introduce you to Ladislav Christofek. Ladislav, you are an associate professor at Charles University in Prague. You had a lecture at University of Zurich regarding will Bitcoin mining lead to the global environmental catastrophe? Before you give us an answer, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, as you said, I'm Associate Professor of Economics and Finance at Charles University, specifically at Faculty of Social Sciences, and I'm an economist. I'm also a Senior Research Fellow at the Czech Academy of Sciences. So that's like put together, that's, th th that's what I do. You said social sciences. So is Bitcoin something that we need to tackle in social sciences? I think certainly it's a, it's a topic that, that goes across disciplines. That's, that's for sure. Then, of course, it matters whether you consider economics as a part of social sciences, which is a different discussion, probably. But certainly there are other issues maybe connected to politology, maybe even like international relations that that will, would be considered as social sciences that might be interested in in bitcoin or cryptocurrencies in general so i think yes but certainly it's not the topic that you would think of when you talk about social sciences that's for sure what was the first time when you heard about bitcoin if i remember correctly it was end of 2012 around so relatively early not not the earliest but relatively early and it was it was quite random. I, I read about it in newspaper and I just thought, well, that might be a nice research topic because it, it seemed to be a hot topic even back then. It goes in cycles because it was end of 2012 and beginning of 2013, if I remember correctly, it was one of these bubbles. But bubble back then meant that the Bitcoin was worth $100. So that's, that's the first time I, I heard about it and I, and I started working on it straight away pretty much. So then it goes to my, to, to my first paper in 2013, which was like the aftermath of, of that. And what was it exactly that you thought was so interesting to write a paper about it? To be completely honest, it sounded like, well... I looked at it from the research perspective. So I wasn't really like a tech enthusiast, I would say. Um, it was more as, um, look, there's a lot of data. So it's, uh, it's interesting financial instrument. And it would be interesting to see how it behaves. So that was that was the, the basic idea. And back then I was working on online data or how, how online data can be used for modeling or forecasting some, some economic series or, or financial series. So I, I had some papers on how um, searches on Google or visits uh, on Wikipedia pages can be used to model something or to nowcast something. And 
it felt relatively natural to connect these two topics because it was like two relatively hot topics back then. So trying to connect them. So it was like the, the first thing to do with it. And now the topic of the environment is rather big. So you try to, to integrate that into that as well. Yes, um, it's it's a little bit more complicated. Well, in, in this in the sense because we 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 had or we are we still have a project on environmental economics. Let's say to 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 put it generally, which is more about uh, different types of energy, biofuels, and and different topics. But it again it felt quite natural to connect it with Bitcoin. The the project is running since 2014 or something. In 2015-16, the, the cryptocurrencies were relatively calm, or the discussion wasn't there, really. Uh, the, the attention or the, or the interest of, of public and also of, of researchers is really correlated with the price. So when 2017 came and this, this huge boom of all, all the prices and everyone started talking about it again, again, it felt quite natural to to try to put it together with what we are what we've been doing already and with the results i had in the past and trying to connect them to be sure we are all on the same page when we ask the big question about the environment what does apparently consume so much energy in bitcoin so the thing is that one of the advantages of bitcoin is that it's decentralized or it's supposed to be now now of course these days it can be questioned a little bit but but uh, the way the transactions work is that when you when you send a transaction or when you try to send a transaction it gets written into a memory pool mempool and it's waiting to be verified and this verification goes or is is done through solving some complex computational uh, problems hashes these are called and these really need to be solved using brute computational power and this brute computational power um, is done by, well, it used to be done by computers or graphic cards now by, by the specialized miners. And these, of course, consume energy. So if this gets or it, it has gotten to a certain level, to a certain scale, when it can become dangerous, let's say. And the price hikes of 2017 and even now still the, the price is relatively, relatively high, let's say, when you compare it to three years back the um the consumption is is still high but it's connected to to the fact that the way the transactions are are verified are based on contributing computational power to the network solving these problems and when it becomes competitive you need to have a higher computational power so you need to spend more you need to consume more energy so it's kind of a cycle or it can get into a cycle you said it can get dangerous dangerous for what dangerous for for environment theoretically and that was the, that was one of the reasons why i tried to get deeper into the into the topic you said theoretically so i guess there is something there um but why is mining so interesting you can make money on it right <laughs> so in in finance and cryptocurrencies are no exception there it, I'm not saying it's all about money. Of course, it's not. Uh, there are there are certainly people who are enthusiasts and fans and really, you know, want the the concept to work, to survive, to prevail, to win, you know, and to be to be everywhere. But at the end of the day, a lot of this reduces to to profits. And the fact that Bitcoin prices, but all other cryptocurrencies, raised in value hugely during during last two two three years led to increases in profitability as well. So 
why is mining interesting? If I forget about the, the technology behind and the, and the technical stuff, which as economists I usually tend to, because I look at the like at the macro level of things and how it how it affects the the economy. Mining certainly is is interesting due to its profitability and whether it's profitable or not, and of course whether it can be used elsewhere because of course the the first thing that comes to mind is okay i can make money on it but there are some other there are some other things that come to mind like um it can use excess energy that's produced by uh, renewable power plants for example because the the energy just flows around without apparent use being sold for negative prices for example so then you know you can ask a question wouldn't it be better to use the energy for mining rather than selling it for negative price or actually paying people to take my energy and similar types of questions so it's it's certainly an interesting topic in different ways than just making money Nadia on so we all longed for will bitcoin mining lead to the global environmental catastrophe probably not Okay, I'll put it like this, because of course, from the from a research or scientist point of view, you can never give a direct answer, and this is for for several reasons. Uh, first, that's kind of a prediction for next twenty years. Let's say there are papers that are trying to predict what's going to happen up till twenty forty, because this is kind of a magic date when the rewards for mining of Bitcoin get smaller and smaller every every four years, and it will get to the point where the rewards are relatively small, but there will be some up till, if I remember it correctly, like uh, 2,120 or something like that. So it's still, there is still time, certainly. But the thing is that when you're trying to make these kinds of predictions, it's always hugely uncertain, of course, because we have data down to 2010, and the first two, three years were relatively unstable or non-standard let's say so even if you consider data back to 2010 you have data for nine years eight nine years and you try to make predictions for 20 years it's you can feel that the 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 uncertainty is relatively high but i believe that uh it will not lead to to catastrophe for several reasons um the first one is that there are some built-in um, adjusting forces within the the way Bitcoin is mined and um, how it consumes energy. First, the the rewards for mining. There is a there is a set reward for for mining a block of transactions. Every ten minutes, there is a new block of transactions, and for each of these blocks, the miners get a proportional reward with respect to the to the power they contributed to the system. And this reward is set in time. At this point, it's 12.5 bitcoins for each of these blocks. And every f- approximately four years, um, it halves. Which, of course, means that if your miners are not good enough, then you will get to the point that when halving happens, you will not be profitable. So you will not be mining, so you will not be using the energy. So that's, that's one of the mechanisms. The probably more important mechanism or more, more rapid mechanism is the difficulty adjustment. Because there is, there is a difficulty parameter that um, adjusts every um, approximately two weeks. And the difficulty is some measure that um, recalculates how, how, the, how the rewards are, are distributed. But m- mostly it tells you how difficult it is to get this reward. And if the total power contributed to the system is too high, meaning that the the transactions are verified too quickly because they should 
uh, it should take these 600 seconds, these 10 minutes to, to verify the block. But if the power contributed to the system is too high, it will be faster. But the system is set in such a way that it, it wants to adjust back to these 10 minutes. So the difficulty will increase so that it's more difficult to, to mine. Um, so that, that's a that's, uh, self-adjusting mechanism that will, that will again lead to, um, to some miners being pushed out of the system because, because you, you, need, you need to be profitable to be there unless you are some kind of a Samaritan or just really enthusiastic that want to mine the Bitcoins because you believe that they will rise in price in the future. Then, of course, the question is why not to buy them rather than, than, uh, than mine them if you're, if you're at this breaking point. So that's that second one. And for me, the probably the most important one, at least based on the research I, I've done up till now, the mining market or the the interconnection between the price of the Bitcoin and the and the mining costs, they behave the way they're supposed to from the economic perspective. So there is some tendency towards equilibrium, okay? which means that there is competition and no money is left behind kind of okay if there's money on the street someone someone will pick it up so in the same way even though even though mining was hugely profitable in 2017 and even before companies i'm not i'm not saying big global companies but my, but a lot of lot of people a lot of lot of projects realized that and got into it and they were they kind of sucked out the, the profits and now it got to the point where you need to have very cheap electricity to be profitable and it got to the point where you need to to be so cheap that that the only answer to your question is you need to use renewables and specifically maybe just hydro energy okay. which then if, if you put it together if the market is driven to the situation where only these um, cheap energies need to be used which leaves out coal energy which leaves out oil um, then you get to the point where only hydro, maybe wind, maybe nuclear, but nuclear is, well, politically problematic, let's say. Um, then you get to the point that, that these sources of energy are the clean ones. Right? So, the, mar- so the, the market forces lead it, not, not will lead it, but they have al- already led it to the situation where mostly the renewables are being used, which are at least supposedly clean, right? Which means that overall... If you have renewables, you are relatively fine. Of course, you can always ask a question, is it worth it, right? Like why to use all this energy on mining Bitcoin, which some people believe there is no value in rather than using it elsewhere. But we got to the situation where in the last few years, there's been huge subsidies to, to these renewables. And we are in the situation where some of them, certainly not most of them, but some of them are not being used. There is energy that no one not only no, no one wants, no one can use, no one will use. So it's only natural to to try to use it elsewhere. And this is this is probably the way how it can be used. And that's why I believe that there will be no global catastrophe. I'm not saying that the environmental footprint is not there at all. Of course it is. Uh, I read some some estimates and and they say that that these days or last year the the energy consumption of mining Bitcoin was comparable to the energy consumption of the whole Czech Republic, which is where I come from. So that's certainly not a minor thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't believe that it will lead to the point where, you know, it will cause global warming or or some of of these things that are being said. 
it is a huge amount of energy. But if you use more or less only renewables, the, the energy impact is not that big. I, I totally get your point there. And if it's excess power that otherwise would not be used, it sounds almost like it's a good thing. How come we hear so much fuss about it then? Yeah, well, the the thing is that year 2017 was really um, special, let's say, because the increases in prices were so fast that the uh, the adjustment of difficulty couldn't catch up, let's say. The, every, every two weeks was too slow, kind of. So when you get to the situation where you need to increase it every time, which is fine, you can, but these two weeks is too long. Um, because when the price goes up quickly, then of course, a lot of people are incentivized to get into the market. It got into crazy proportions. I remember like you, you read at the beginning some uh, some headlines from, from the news and at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018, or mainly before Christmas 2017, there were some headlines um, saying GPUs are out of stock everywhere, graphical cards, because you, you can mine using graphical cards, um, which is something you, sh you in a way shouldn't be able to, to do because these days we have, uh, we have ASIC miners, which are like specialized miners for Bitcoin or for, for some other cryptocurrencies and GPUs are less efficient, but the price was so high that it was profitable to mine even on well not not necessarily just your computer but if you if you built a rig with uh, with just gpus that weren't supposed to be profitable you would be making not huge amounts of money but you would be making profits and it got to the point where the graphic cards that you bought at the beginning of 2017 you would sell for twice the price by the end of 2017, which of course in, in computer industry is, is ridiculous, right? When you buy something, it's half the price in a few months, not double the price in a year. So the situation really got to the point where it was so profitable that even the, the less efficient miners were used, which also means that you didn't need the cheap energy to be profitable. And that's problematic part, because if you can make money by mining at home using your uh, household electricity prices, that's a problem. Because, of course, these are not, not usually depends on wh where you're from, but these can be from coal, this can be from whatever dirty energy you can imagine. So that's that's the problem. And that's why I think the fear was there, because a lo lot of these news were based on the dynamics of 2017 or first half of 2018 it took first half of 2018 to to rebalance kind of because the the, the price went down or corrected quite a bit and the, the difficulty caught up it got into balance but th this was the main fear i think so from my perspective it can sound funny that, that if bitcoin fails from the mining perspective it might be due to its success kind of if the price increases too quickly so that the the mechanism isn't able to adjust appropriately, then it can be troubling. But if it increases in price at a decent rate, and well, I of course ca cannot show graphs here or, or numbers, it wouldn't make any sense. If the, if the growth rate is relatively stable and non-explosive, then it should rebalance. The other relatively important part connected to that is the ability of the miners producers uh, to, to actually produce the miners because it takes time. A lot of these miners are produced in China 
and it takes time to get through through the duties to you pay tariffs um it gets gets stuck at the customs so it can take several months before you you get you get your miner so you can imagine that that's one of the reasons why why the rebalancing takes time because if you see the market and you see okay I, I could be profitable even even at home uh, I I will purchase some of these miners and you purchase them and it takes six months before you get them then of course it will take time uh, for the whole system to to rebalance and that hasn't changed much of course they are producing a lot of miners there but um, of course now I'm speculating pretty much or these are speculations because a lot of the stuff that's being said in the community is um, not official of course uh, is that the, the the miners are first of course being used by the by the producers themselves to test um, to make money for themselves bef- before they actually start selling them and that adds additional delays to whole to the whole procedure so that's why I think that there were these uh, these dramatic uh, headlines and of course you know it's, it's the same as with the with the research when when the topic is hot you need to write about it in a way and you want to be shocking so uh, it's probably more people will read an article saying there's going to be a catastrophe rather than if you say there's not right that's that's how it works unfortunately my point is that as long as the the markets work then it should be fine if there are frictions like big frictions it might be problematic but i also believe that if the whole system survives and then i believe it will then bigger companies will get into the business trying to produce these chips there are speculations that some of the the bigger technological companies are working on their own miners and then it would really change the game because then the delays will be much um much shorter it will be more efficient but again it's mostly about money as as always so if the big companies feel that they can make money there they will get into the market they will because it's it's really not difficult for for the the standard computer companies like IBM to produce these kinds of miners because it's just using the chips that are they're using pretty much just putting them to different use um, so it's about their decision whether it's worth doing that or not and of course they're always fighting with the fact that the the cryptocurrencies are not necessarily accepted as a legal thing everywhere so there is always this this tension what to do what not to do whether to provoke the authorities or not what i find interesting is that you said that bitcoin as an environment could fail if it's um, if the prices rise too fast and the network will not be able to adjust so that seems very like a traditional currency to me because if there is like huge inflation in a very short amount of time it fails as well so bitcoin really does behave like currency i mean it is a digital currency but i've never thought about it from an environmental perspective and an energy perspective as well Mm. Um, how do people react when you give your answer that bitcoin does not um, affect or Bitcoin mining does not affect the environment that much as they previously thought? Um, well, I, I say that it will not affect it as, as maybe they, they predict or they fear. Um, well, I think the reactions are quite um, similar to all the reactions in the in the crypto topics, I would say, because the the public and the scientific or research community they are relatively 
polarized in, in these topics, I would say. I'm not saying there is no middle ground, but in economics, for example, or, or economic researchers, you kind of are either like crypto fundamentalists, let's say, or you believe that there is no value in it. And there are just few people in between. So the reactions are really connected to what uh, people you're talking to, of course. When you present this kind of research, usually people who are, in- who are interested in the topic will come and attend, right? So there are probably, I don't want to say like believers or like the, the disciples of the, uh, of, the, of the crypto world, but they are probably interested in the topic and they don't think that there is zero value to it, right? Because if you think there is zero value to it, you just dismiss it and you don't care. It's it's hard to say. I, I believe that that the part of community that or p- part of research community that that doesn't care wouldn't care still. But I think it's part of the puzzle that needs to be that, that needs to be solved. There are many questions connected to crypto, and they need to be they need to be answered. They need to be clarified because there is also a lot of lot of stuff being being said in the communities that are based on speculations that are based on experience of of the of the community members and not not necessarily on hard data, and that's what I wanted to do because I'm I'm not crypto fundamentalist certainly, I'm a researcher and that, that that's how I got into the topic and that's how I wanted to approach the topic without prejudice without presumptions, just learning how the system works finding the data, analyzing the data, specifying some some questions, some hypotheses, and testing them. And then the data tells the answer, right? If you like the answer, fine. If you don't, too bad. But that's, that's what the data tells. It always matters what you're trying to answer. You need to keep it real in the sense that a lot of it is quite uncertain, and there is a lot of uncertainty in the whole in the whole system, but that's true for other financial systems as well. So sometimes it feels that the crypto world or or cryptocurrencies are being criticized for something that standard currencies are not really studied for at all. And maybe if we studied the the, the fiat, the standard cu- currencies with the same optics as with we study cryptocurrencies, we m- might be surprised actually. So the, I don't think there is like equal approach to um, to the topics there. As I said, we, we might be surprised that that some theories or something that we expect would would work for standard currencies doesn't. And maybe it works for crypto, you know, but we are just not asking the questions or we or we don't want to ask the questions. Was there one thing that really surprised you when researching this topic about the environment and Bitcoin mining? I was relatively surprised that um, it made sense, which might might sound uh, ridiculous. But uh, sometimes you have the feeling that, you, you know, when you hear hear from the public that the crypto world is completely random, you know, the, the, it's, it's chaos, it's just driven by speculators bar market manipulation which of course to to a certain level is is true but from the from the macro level or from from the from the macro optics i was i was actually quite surprised that the dependencies that should be there based on economic theories at least some of them are there they hold so that was kind of surprising to me um well it was surprising to to what level it actually holds 
because the, some of the parts, some of the parts, when when you're trying to when you're trying to estimate the environmental impact, you need to construct some some system of equations where you have interactions between between the computational power, the price, the the difficulty, the the rewards, electricity prices, so relatively relatively complex system. But you have some expectations of what should be happening, what the relationships should be. And then when you estimate the system and it, it is estimated the way you, ex- you expect it, it to be, then it's, it's, I'm not saying surprising, but it's, it's nice. And co- cons- considering what, what sometimes we are being fed with that, you know, it doesn't work at all and there is no logic in it, it's just a Ponzi scheme. And then you see that what you expect is there, then it's a, it's a nice result. I think that uh, people in general and researchers also and also crypto community and everyone should be open-minded <laughs> because uh, if you're not open-minded you cannot really answer the, the questions correctly. There shouldn't be prejudice, there shouldn't be presumptions and that's connected not only to crypto but to everything. All right, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Thank you.